you are listening to Disney Travel Tales, episode number 51. This is a space where you can escape the real world and immerse yourself in someone's recent Disney trip. I'm Jenny, and today I am talking all about the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. I was just there last week visiting and trying all the things, well, as much as I could, and I can't wait to share it all with you. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Disney Travel Tales to see pictures from the guest trip and stay up to date on what's going on in the parks. If you're new, make sure to send me a message and say hi. I love connecting with my listeners. I absolutely love doing this show because it allows me to talk Disney. If you're wanting to support, there are two super easy ways to do it. The first is to leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The second is to plan a trip using me as your travel agent. Becoming a travel agent with my favorite agency, Trolley Lane Travel, has been a dream, and there's nothing more amazing than helping people make their Disney vacations come true. Email me at jenny at trolleylanetravel.com or see the show notes for a link to my quote form if you're interested in a personalized quote. Okay, so let's get going. Imagine yourself walking around the World Showcase, eating and drinking from all the food booths, and let's go. I visited the Food and Wine Festival last week and did my best to eat as much food as I could and experience all that the festival has to offer. So from the Disney website, it describes it as, Stroll across six continents and beyond as you sample mouth-watering delicacies at Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Discover a cornucopia of cultures, cuisines, and innovative cooking techniques from chefs worldwide. This food aficionado's paradise is replete with delicious dishes, fine wine, craft beer, spirits, and other beverages sure to satisfy every palate. So there are 29 boots and then a funnel cake location in the American Adventure and a couple of Joffrey stands around that are serving different drinks. My goal was to try something at every booth, but honestly, that was not realistic. I was by myself, it was only me, and I can only eat so much. So I did the best that I could. Other than food, there is merchandise specific to the festival. There are spirit jerseys, ears, pins, cups, a cutting board, and a whole line of kitchen items that are Tiana themed. Looking at the merchandise, I thought it was okay. It's not my favorite uh, festival merchandise I've ever seen. So all I purchased was a pin because every time I go to a festival, I try to purchase a pin. Remy from Ratatouille is the mascot of the festival and you can find him all over Epcot. He's on all the signs announcing Food and Wine Festival, and there's this cute little scavenger hunt game for kids called Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak. I ended up purchasing this because my daughter and I, we just love doing these, plus you get a cute souvenir when you finish, or not. You can actually get the souvenir as soon as you purchase the Hide and Squeak game at one of the participating souvenir shops. So this year, the souvenir was a cup and like a drinking cup, and it kind of had a 3D hologram image on it. There was figment and a Tiana cup, and I think I'm making a mini cup. I can't remember. I went ahead and chose the Tiana cup because we love the princess and the frog. I will put a picture of the game in the cup on Instagram so you can head over there to check it out. 
So on the back of the game, it says, help Remy as he ventures around Epcot to collect the ingredients for his signature dish, Ratatouille. As you find Remy with each ingredient throughout the festival, place the corresponding sticker on the map to represent that location. Each festival has one of these activities, and they are so much fun for kids and even adults. I actually really enjoy doing it. I didn't finish it because I ran out of time, but it is so much fun. And if you're taking a kid to the festival, this is a great way to get them involved. Another part of the Food and Wine Festival is the Eat to the Beat concert series. These are concerts that go on in the American Pavilion, and you can purchase a meal package from select restaurants, and then you'll have reserved seating at the concert. You can also just show up and sit in the extra seats, or you can just kind of stand back and watch. This is not something that you have to pay for. It's included in your park ticket, and if you happen to be walking by when someone's playing, it's kind of fun to just stop and see what's going on. I did not see a concert while I was there, but this is a very popular um, part of Food and Wine Festival, especially with the locals. Some of just the bands that they had this year were Tonic, Tiffany, 98 Degrees, Boys to Men, Kenny G, Sugar Ray, and lots more. I'll post a link to the list of the all the concerts that they were having in the show notes. However, the main part of this festival is the food and the drinks. So let's just go ahead and I will review what I tried. So my first stop was the noodle exchange booth. This was to the right, or this was right to the left when you're walking into the World Showcase near Disney Traders. I had the Thai shrimp and coconut curry rice noodles with shiitake mushrooms and Thai basil. This is a gluten and wheat friendly dish. And I also had a glass of the A to Z Riesling from Oregon. This was delicious. I absolutely loved this dish. The flavors were so good. The only problem was it felt like 100 degrees outside and this was a hot dish. Not only temperature hot, but it was a tad bit spicy. So while I did enjoy it, I bet I would have enjoyed it more on a cooler day. It was actually funny. I found a trash can to use as my table and this other couple came over and they had a little girl with them and they got the same dish. And so we're eating it and we're all just sweating and we were kind of like, what are we doing? So I definitely think it would be very good on a cooler day because it was delicious. The Riesling was really good. It was smooth and very refreshing. So after that, the next stop I made was at the Swinky Saucy Swine, which was just a few steps away from the last booth. There I tried the soy glazed sticky ribs with green onions and peanuts. This was also really good. There wasn't a table nearby. It was kind of crowded. There were a lot of people at this booth, so I didn't get a picture and I kind of had to eat it while I was walking, but I really enjoyed the flavors and it was easy to eat on the go. aside from being a little bit messy. Next up was the booth in China where I got the pan fried chicken dumplings with house-made sweet and spicy sauce and their drink of the day was a watermelon dragon fruit beer so I went ahead and got that. This was probably my favorite snack. So in case you're not familiar with festivals, the drinks that you order from the booths are really small like maybe just a couple of drinks And when they gave me this beer, it was a whole can, which I was kind of excited about. And I'm not even a beer girl, but it was very good and refreshing. 
The dumplings were perfectly cooked and the sauce was perfect. This was just such a delicious dish. After China, I stopped at the India booth and ordered the crispy paneer with mango curry ketchup. So most of the food at all the booths were small and just kind of a few bites. Um, this was a huge snack. It was probably big enough to feed two, maybe even three people. It was a fried cheese, but it didn't taste super cheesy, which I actually enjoyed. And the mango curry ketchup was interesting. It took me a second to get used to it because I'm actually not a huge ketchup fan and it was pretty ketchup-y, um, but with the mango and the curry, it was delicious. So I ended up really liking this dish, but again, it was a pretty big dish. So keep that in mind. After this, I stopped at the Alps booth, which was mostly cheese. And since I had just had cheese, I didn't really want any more cheese. So instead I just got a drink and went with the frozen rosé. This was amazing. Hands down, the best drink of the day. And if I wasn't on a mission to try to get around and try as much food as I could, I probably would have just stayed here. It was so good and it was really funny. The cast member, when she was getting it for me, she was like, this is the best drink here. She was right. Over in Italy, I tried the orange blossom panna cotta with seasonal berries and it was okay. It wasn't my favorite. Honestly, none of the desserts I tried, I only think I tried two. They weren't great. They were just okay. Um, the savory food, I think is something they might spend a little bit more time on. But anyway, my panna cotta, it kind of had a weird texture. I've had it this before and it didn't have that so I'm not really sure and yeah the flavor was okay um it was this dish was just okay for me overall next up was Japan where I tried the teriyaki chicken bun it was a steamed bun filled with chicken vegetables and teriyaki sauce and again I loved this I really don't think I've ever gotten something in Japan I didn't like and I'm not sure how they do it, but for some reason, their teriyaki sauce is so good. It tastes, it's like the best teriyaki sauce I've had anywhere. Um, but this dish was delicious and refreshing with the veggies, and I just absolutely loved it. At this point, I needed to take a break from food. I was really wanting to try the cheese bread in France, but it was really hot outside and humid, and I was kind of getting full. So I just passed up that booth, plus there was a really long line, and so I just kind of moved on past. My final stop for food was at Appleseed Orchard, where I got the Appleseed Tart and the Frozen Apple Pie Drink, which was a non-alcoholic drink. And I liked both of these, but I liked the drink far more than the tart. The drink was so good and delicious. I'm not a huge slushy type fan, but it was really, really hot. This drink was really good. Like I kept thinking my kids would have loved this drink. The tart was good. I would have liked it a little bit warmer with maybe some ice cream on it. That kind of probably would have made it perfect, but overall it was good. Overall, I loved this festival and I had a great time. This was the second time I've been to Food and Wine Festival and it was just as good as I had remembered. 
I love food and I love trying new foods and feel like the food at this festival, it might not be as interesting as the other festivals as far as creativity, but it tastes way better. I appreciate them focusing more on flavors than appearance. So this is definitely a favorite festival of mine and I look forward to attending it in the future. Another thing I noticed was the crowds were not so bad. I was there in September. Um, just for a perspective, the crowds in Magic Kingdom were really, really crowded. But at this festival, I felt like it was it was definitely manageable. In January, when we were there at the Festival of the Arts, the crowds were awful. And I think being that this festival is longer, it runs July 14th through November 19th of this year, People are not so much in a mad dash to try all the things. Um, The longest line I stood in was probably like 10 minutes. I mean, it wasn't long. Nothing that I felt like I needed to time. Um, The line in France was very long. I'm not sure how long that actually would have taken. But I also felt like the booths were very efficient in handling the orders and having the food ready. But that might have been also because it wasn't so crowded. So overall, it was fantastic. I highly recommend this festival to anyone. Um, Maybe wait until it's a little bit cooler. I know it's Florida and it's never technically super cold, but I might wait until later October and November so you can really enjoy all the foods because they were delicious. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said before, go find me on Instagram at Disney Travel Tales to see videos and pictures of my food and Epcot at the festival. I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on my thoughts and opinions. So message me or comment over there and let me know what you think. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss a new episode. I will be back next week with a new travel tale that you won't want to miss. So until then, this is Jenny and may all your Disney travel dreams become a reality.